five. That's me and my daddy. That's me. Daddy tells me the story. I like hearing about battles, <coughs> chopping off heads, <coughs> and queens and kings. I add in the funny bits, <coughs> the disgusting bits, <coughs> and ask the questions that you want to know. And if Daddy gets boring, <sighs> I tell him, Daddy, let's learn about Neil Armstrong. And how he landed on the moon. For hundreds of years, we had explorers of the sea, like Christopher Columbus and Sir Francis Drake. And we had explorers of the land, like Captain Scott of the Antarctic. So it was only natural that people would want to explore space. And once we were able to fly, exploring space became a possibility. But the problem with flying to space is that you've got to fly fast enough to escape gravity. I know what gravity is. It's the force that keeps you on the ground. And planes can't fly fast enough to escape gravity. But rockets can. They are very fast. Zoom, zoom. They can escape the gravity. But the first use of rockets was not to explore space; it was to fight. Countries put bombs on them and attacked other countries. And with bigger bombs came bigger rockets. Eighty years ago, after World War Two, Russia, which was then called the Soviet Union, and America were arguing with each other. We're from England. Whose side were we on? We were helping America. Which is what all the free countries in the world were doing, because the Americans were capitalist, which means they think that people should be able to buy and sell what they like and own property. Well, that seems very sensible. The Russians were communists, which means they didn't think that people should be allowed to buy and sell things or own anything of their own. So I can't own my own toys. That sounds like a poo idea. Each country wanted to show the world who had the better system, and they decided that if they could go into space, then they could show other countries that they were cleverer and more powerful than the other. The Russians started. They built a big rocket, launched it into space, and put a satellite into space around the Earth called Sputnik. I know what a satellite is. They go round the earth, and they've got cameras on, and they make phones work and Netflix. And the Russians had the very first one. Then, the Russians decided to put a living thing into space. They started to put dogs into space, woof woof, and see if. They would travel home safely. Then the Americans put a chimpanzee into space. He wasn't an astronaut. He was a chimpanzee. Then the Russians put the first man in space. They called him a cosmonaut, which is the Russian name for astronaut. His name was Yuri Gagarin, and he flew into space on a rocket and came down in a parachute. What do you think the Americans thought 
once they realised that the Russians had put the first man into space. Well, they looked a bit silly, actually, because the Americans thought that they were the best. But the Russians were first to put a satellite in space, first to put an animal in space, woof, woof, first to put a human in space. That's a bit poo if you're an American. That's exactly what the American president thought. His name was John F. Kennedy, and he was so angry that he gave this speech. I believe that this nation should commit itself to achieving the goal before this decade is out of landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to the earth. Now, the race for the moon was on. Who would get there first? The Americans got all their best scientists together in an organization called NASA, the North American Space Agency. And they started work on a program to fly to the moon. They called it the Apollo program. But the Russians were trying too. But unfortunately for them, their rockets kept crashing. Eventually the Americans were ready. Firstly, they flew to the moon. Then they flew around the moon. Finally, they sent a huge rocket called Apollo 11 to the moon with three astronauts on board. They were Michael Collins, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin. Buzz? That's a bit of a silly name because he's supposed to be an astronaut, not a bumblebee. The rocket took off in 1969. It travelled to the moon. Then Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin got in a small spaceship called the Eagle and landed it on the surface of the moon. Millions of people were watching on television and they heard Buzz Aldrin say The Eagle has landed. Houston, uh, Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. Roger, Twink. Tranquility, we copy you on the ground. You got a bunch of guys about to turn blue. We're breathing again. Thanks a lot. Then, Neil Armstrong stepped out of the spaceship. As he took the first step on the moon, he said, That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. That means that even though it's one small step for Neil Armstrong, it's one huge jump for every human. Then Neil Armstrong walked around the moon. He took some rocks so that people could study them back on Earth. And he put an American flag in the ground. They got back in the Eagle and flew back to the big rocket ship. And then they all flew back to Earth. America had won the space race and shown that capitalism and freedom were stronger than communism. And in doing so, 
they made people realise that we could go and explore the whole of space. And that's what we've been doing since. So if you've enjoyed this history story time, please do leave a review on iTunes or like us. And next week, we'll be going back 2,000 years to the height of the Roman Empire and we'll be learning what life was really like for the Romans. We'll be learning about gladiators, about slaves, about chariot races, about the legions, about emperors and about the ordinary men and women who made the Roman Empire the most feared empire in the world. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Thank you.